listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 55 on Ed Reach. Manipulation is not only a tool for the dark side. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, June 2nd, 2012. Ed Gamer's part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. Zach cried at the end of The Last Harry Potter. That's really not anything that we need to share, nor... A nor big voice! Thank you, Jerry. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We'll give you the education angle... Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these impact student learning and how they can be used effectively in the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. And I'm guessing you did not cry at the end of Harry Potter. That's really how it hurt you. I didn't really cry. It just kind of... Oh, kind of got yeah. Me. Here's what we call backpedaling. Yeah, okay. Digging himself out of a hole. Thanks, Jerry. Tell us about yourself and how okay. mean you are. Let me uh, remove some of the tears from my eyes before I read the sentence. <laughs> my name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois. My name is Zach, and I guess I'm just not man enough for Jerry. Uh, so we've got an article about that today. We've got an about that, that. Yeah. My name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth-grade soul stage language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois, and I'm on summer break. Uh, <sighs> now you can start crying, Jerry. Yeah, thank you. One yeah. more week. So I finally watched Deathly Hallows Part 2, and I just didn't get a chance to go see it in the movie theater. It's been on my DVR for about a week or so, and I'm just like, okay, i got to see it. So I did, and of course, those of you that have read the books and and watched the movies, you know it's 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 sad. It's just it's over. You know, it's been around for what ten years. Mm. Trying to, I, you know, it's been around for a while, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of sad. I was sad. It's over. It's an awesome story, and my youngest, my oldest, really hasn't gotten into it. Uh, I think she likes the movies and such, but should you know, never read it my youngest i think will start reading uh the books and i think she'll really enjoy it so she's kind of my star wars geek my harry potter geek yeah she kind of joins me in those things (laughs) i gotta have somebody you know within my family and then you know my oldest is the monty python is the good stuff yeah yeah humor uh nothing better than english humor yes so, uh, you're still in school, Jerry. Yep. One more week. Good old finals. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, even though I've been on break, I really have not had a break. Mm. It's been kind of busy. I'm preparing for training, you know, classes and, and, and such. And then, uh, you know, planning our, it looks like we're pretty well finalized to head up to Madison for the Games Learning Society conference. It's going to be awesome. I'm stoked about that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to go on the 12th, <clears throat> excuse me, and there's an educator symposium. And I'm, we'll have to talk about that because I know we're going to record some stuff from up there. We'll have to talk about some of the, the stuff that we will go to and have gone to and and, and uh, the, the list. If We'll put the link on there. Sorry, I needed to mute. <laughs> button. Um, but we'll put a link on the show notes, at just showing the all the uh, presentations and sessions that are going on. And it is, if you like gaming and use it in the classroom, it is it is Nirvana for for us folks. I always like Nirvana. 
yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. So, anything else exciting going on? Uh, nope. Trying to get my brain back from my test this morning. Other than that, one of those good old, uh, good old standardized tests about what? Uh, for my Type seventy five for. Uh, it was uh, like 125 questions worth of me? administrator speak. Are you kidding me? You know, it was funny. <clears throat> I sat there and it, because like it's it's a it's it's state test, so it's like in the room was a lot of people that were also doing their either content area certifications or basic skills stuff, things like that. So we were all sort of joking around before the test, and one of the girls goes, "Yeah, I remember. I remember my my." Uh, basic skills test. She goes, it asked, "Where's the Euphrates River?" And I was like, "Why do I care where the Euphrates River is?" She goes, "If I wanted to know that, I'd just Google it." And like, you know, everyone was laughing. And I was like, you know, that's that's a hundred percent true. And it's kind of like when we we're talking about James G thing, you know, like to be honest with you, if you were going to judge someone's intelligence, they should be allowed to use the tools that they would traditionally use in the classroom. Otherwise you're only judging the intelligence of one person, you know, it's like, like with the administrator test, it was like, you know, if I made any of these decisions, I would be making them with a group of people. You know, I, I would be talking to other people in the room, not by myself. So why would you be testing me? <clears throat> You know, on my individual, it just but seems if you, to... if, But if you have a phone call from, I'm playing devil's advocate. You okay. have a phone call from a parent. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be nice if you had that information right at hand I'd in just, your head? I'd hang up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, got an emergency here. Bye. I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah. Christmas no, tree's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Great. No, I, I do know that some of the administrators I know that they don't try to make decisions abruptly they don't try to make it quickly unless it needs to be um but you know so they have time to think it over you know look up whatever needs to be looked up and and take care of it that way but sometimes you just need immediate well information it, and knowledge and i think that's where see i think that's where the the i think that's where we get stuck on standardized testing is we talk about you know, like there's this obvious hate for standardized testing. But when you sit down with it and you look at all the information, it's all based on great theories. It's all good information. It's like, you know, you could sit down with other, other, other educators and you could agree that everything on the test is probably things people should know. But the, the way with which you're assessing it is not a good assessment tool. Right. Well, I will tell you this. I just got... I took a certification of some type of technology. I will not say what that was. And it was a multiple choice uh, assessment. Mm -hmm. And we were able to discuss this with others uh, that were there. Mm. So we're kind of going through this and we're working together and trying to, trying to figure this stuff out. And the problem with some of these tests is that we had 20 questions on this test. And there were probably two or three questions that were just horrible, mm -hmm. horrible. I mean, because you could interpret it in different ways. Does it mean this or does it mean this? And just one word could change, have multiple meanings. And so it, it it's really – I get frustrated with multiple choice, multiple guess tests mm -hmm. uh, because of that, because it, the interpretation of it could be so different. So I know when – I was taking education classes and such, and 
you have all these professors. Well, you don't want to use multiple choice tests, da, 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 but yet 99% of them did. Right. And now you have an administrator's test, which, you know, huh, you know, is doing a multiple choice test. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a little frustrating. And so, what was the question? Euphrates River? Yeah, something like that. What was what was the question? I. You can't remember specifically. No, I didn't remember. Okay. Well, now here's the thing. It's because when I took my, now this was many moons ago, and you know I'm a geek, Jerry. I mean, if there was art questions on there, mm-hmm. you'd be all over it, I right? Would. I would. Because that's your content. That's your content area. Mm-hmm. And for the soul studies test, there were people because I was a history major. There were people in there that were history majors also that were freaking out about the test, and I was a little scared. But when I went in and I took it, and I was like. This was a breeze. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was very, because that's my area. I should know my area. Yes, as time goes on, you know, we've gotten to the point. Thomas, okay, this is my geek, geekiness. Thomas Jefferson was a book geek. If he didn't know the answer, he could go to a book. Mm-hmm. And he had tons of books. His books started the Library of Congress. So, you know, he would go search for the answer. Well, today, you know, I have books but I also have my iPad. I also have my phone. I also have my, you know, I have access to computers. Right. So those are my tools for today. Right. So why, what you're saying, why can't we use those? Yeah. And I didn't even think it was, it was, it was a hard test. You know, I mean, if you were breathing, you, and had taught for more than five years, you probably would get most of the answers right. But it, yeah. it's, it's just, it's still just a, a bad assessment. It's a yeah. bad way to assess because it only assesses one type of i don't know so anyway kind of off side note yeah side note but it still goes into the idea that you know there's multiple ways to assess and it's not just from a a written test or examination Mm -hmm. it's you know it's observations there's formative assessments many different types of formative assessments and games can be used for those things but we've ran into an article which was Quite interesting. And, and, you know, actually, it was tweeted by uh, Peggy Sheehy, who's a friend of Lucas Gillespie. Hmm. And it was from um, Gama Sutra. Opinion, uh, video game detractors become becoming weaker and weirder. Now, you've you've really gotten into this because this is kind of one of your er, this is one of your areas that Mm -hmm. you get into. So what is the just or what is the main position of this paper? Um, all right. So first of all, that's a great title. I, I like the title. And um, I, I had to read the whole thing before I really understood the title as well. Um, but uh, and to be honest with you, this article, I and I don't know how often I do this and I don't know why I did it. And I, I think you didn't. I think you did. You did you read all the way through it first? Um, I, I, I very I skim through. I, usually, when I come across a link, <laughs> I don't like stopping to read the article I'm yeah. reading to go click on the link. You know, especially if it refers to a story it's referring to. But for some reason, I did. And once I did, I couldn't even get back to the article, the Gama Sutra article, because I was so insanely repulsed by the original article, which is an article that ran on CNN. And before before we go any further, okay. Though, because my ADHD kicks in, and I, okay. I I love this Gama Sutra article, but it has the picture of the two judges from the Muppets, <laughs> the crankety old. <laughs> That's actually a great, great, um, I, I, great yeah. image for this article. Okay, so go ahead about the CNN article. Okay, so first of all, let me just say, boo to you, CNN, for running this article because 
besides the horrendous stock image that is at the top of it, um, <laughs> it's really just a. It's like like what is when is this article from? Like 1965. Like it, this is so okay. So here's the uh, here's the terms of the article. Essentially, the article is called "The Demise of Guys," and the demise of guys is um, from a TED talk by. Let me make sure I get the names right here. Um, psychologist Dr. Philip Zimbardo and artist and psychologist Nikita Duncan. And they have put together a book called The Demise of Guys that you can find on Amazon. Um, and I, I'm not going to judge or review their book because I, I don't plan on reading it. But it's <laughs> kind of interesting that it has as many one-star reviews as it does five-star reviews. So it's obviously a subject that – and you know what? It's sometimes I might feel that that's a good thing. Like maybe if you're writing about something that, that angered as many people as loved it, that it could be – you know, at well, least it's getting a, you to think. Could be a talking point, right? Yeah. But, but this doesn't seem like that to me. This seems like a giant step backwards for games and a really misguided um, analysis of games. So they, they go on in the article um, to talk about is the overuse of video games and pervasiveness of online porn causing the demise of guys? Okay, so bam. For, that's the first sentence of the article. The article is titled The Demise of Guys, How Video Games and Porn Are Ruining a Gen- Generation. When did we start linking video games and <laughs> pornography? I mean, that's first of all, that's insane. I, th- these are two completely different things. And what they have done is link the two together, which is awful for video games. Well, I mean, why why would they why would they be Well, linked? you can okay, so I think they're kind of grouping some of the things that and their belief systems are bad and causing problems. And so I think they're kind of grouping, putting them into one group. And you could say some of the games today have a very, you know, uh, I guess I just say it bluntly. I mean, they're very risque. Okay. Okay. So here, here's the article. Every compulsive gambler, alcoholic, or drug addict three pretty serious conditions of addiction that tell you they want to increasingly more of a game or drink or drug in order to get the same quality of buzz. The next one says video game and porn addictions are different. They're arousal addictions where the attraction is in the novelty, the variety, or the surprise factor of the content. Sameness is soon habituated. Newness heightens excitement. Um, They go on to essentially link the excitement you get from porn to being the same excitement you get in um, in a video game. And there was a great reaction in the Gama Sutra page, uh, and I've highlighted it here for you. Um, okay, so it says increasingly, this is from Gama Sutra, so this is the response article to the CNN article. It says increasingly the views of guys like Dr. Zimbardo and Bennett look crankish and odd which I read as old the first time and I think kind of goes hand in hand to make a connection <laughs> between the popularity of online pornography and games seems like lazy thinking, a bizarre coupling of sexual compulsions and the compulsion to succeed built into some games by their designers. These are complex human behavior patterns that deserve to be studied and compared, but not thrown together as a catch all explanation for complicated socioeconomic and cultural changes that may take us decades to unravel. And I thought that was actually the best paragraph in the Gama Sutra article. Yeah, that's good. Because if you're going to combine these two things, you know, you need to be really careful about what type of, um, you know, 
what type of psychological things you're talking about. For two psychologists, that seems like, I don't know if lazy, I would say just dangerous throwing these two together. And then, of course, they go to the Norwegian mass murderer. You know, you got to throw that oh, that cliche in there. Who used World of Warcraft for a year and then Call of Duty for 16 hours a day. Doesn't happen to explain any of the rest of the story, which I wrote a lengthy article on about how he actually played those games. Right. None of that. Just just kind of throwing that tidbit out there. Um, so I, you know, I, I had one other. Uh, Not saying that there's a connection, but I'm just going to add this into the article. Okay. That no, that's what that's. Oh what right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 Just uh, just tossing that in there, and I think I think there's so much wrong with this article and I don't want to say this book cause I haven't read it so I can't judge it. But if this is the basis for that book, I, I'm not going to read it. I, I have absolutely, you know, first of all, it, it's, it's saying guys need to go out and get married and do, uh, you know, be successful. I'm missing my last quote and I can't find where it is. Um, but it, it's, it seems absolutely absurd to think that these two things would be linked and that video games would be ruining when we're sitting here talking about all the positive things games can do for education and we're promoting that as hard as possible and then someone puts an article like this you know on cnn right that seems irresponsible to me making a lot of connections and you know as a social studies teacher i'm sitting here looking at this and i can probably go back and start seeing that this isn't just a games thing, just making wild accusations and connections. Um, not that it would be appropriate to watch for everybody, but uh, Bill Maher was on last night, on Friday night, and he was talking about how, um, you know, I guess Donald Trump made an argument, of, you know, saying that, hey, uh, I, not that I think he is, but, you know, there's some questions about, Obama's, you know, um, being a citizen. Yeah. So he's bringing this back up again, you know, the birther type thing. So Bill Maher came up with the idea that uh, not that I think that, you know, Mitt Romney is, but, uh, you know, there's a movement called the Wifers where because he is a Mormon, well, he must be a polygamist. <laughs> so he starts stretching this out. Not that I think that he is. It's just, you know, I'm just, you know, you hear things. And so he's just start, starting to make these connections. Talking about test scores. I mean, I'm making big jumps here. But, you mm -hmm. know, you see all these numbers and how they're put out there and how we are the lowest of the low. We're getting so low when it comes to our test scores. But people are just making, you know, they think things are getting worse. So they start making up and, and putting these numbers together to show that education is dropping. And they make comparisons. One article I just read make comparison to China. Well, does China test everybody? Only those that are accepted actually go on to preparatory school and, and right. move on. Right. So we test everybody. We so test. you know, it, it, you start making these accusations. It's, I think it's culturally. You know, it's you. We don't really vet. We don't really go through a process of making sure that the information that we have is totally accurate and so when somebody puts this article out and it's there on cnn and so how video games and porn are ruining a generation people take that for fact and, and then they just they run with it yeah and it's it's scary yeah it, and 
you know what? Sorry, I, I went all the way around no. on that one. But it's but it's so uh, society wise, this is where I kind of see uh, see a huge problem. Yeah, I, I and I mean, it, it, so here's where the quote was. Um, it was actually in the Gama Sutra piece, and it says. The same outlet ran an editorial, the same outlet being CNN, ran an editorial late last year by former Secretary of Education. So this mm. is the Secretary of Education. Former. Right, former. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Bennett, stating the games are to blame for the decline of men. He wrote, we may need to get a number, we, we may need to say to a number of our 20-something men, get off the video games five hours a day, get yourself together, get a challenging job, and get married. I mean, not only is that assuming all men want to get married. It's also assuming that men are the one playing all the video games. You know, I mean, what, so what's the, this is all about the demise of guys by video games. What about the people that meet spouses in gaming networks? You mm-hmm. know, what, what about the people that, that have serious social conflicts and then are able to come together by playing online? And that's, that's on a, that's on the rise too, is where, um, spouses are actually playing video games together. Yeah. I just think I think the Gama Sutra piece put it the best, which you know was he- separating those two human behaviors and how reckless it is to try to put those two, to- two together. It's almost a slap in the face for people that design games. You, you, those games are designed to be addictive because they want you to play them, but they're addictive in the fact that they're you're trying to succeed and you're failing. You know, as, now, as opposed to something completely different from right. Pl- and you can you you can take it to extreme levels. There's I mean, absolutely you get, you there's, there's absolutely you video game addiction, but we're talking about a small population of video gamers having video game addiction. So it's right. unfair to put that on an entire field. We also have porn addiction, and we have gambling addiction. We have all yeah. those things. Yeah. So um, I to, go ahead. I, I would say my final comment would be thank you to Colin Campbell, who was the author of the Gama Sutra thing, because usually when something disgusts me this much, I just ignore it. You know, it's something that I'm like, oh, God, these people are ridiculous, you know, and and this yeah. is this is obviously a piece to help them sell that book. You know, that's why. And that's why I say shame on CNN for putting this up there to help them. Oh, sell yeah. The book, because it's it's a ter- it is an opinion piece. It, OK. Yes. OK. That, well, you know, I, I think I think it is. I think it's it, under the um, I don't no, the, the Gama Sutra is on on an opinion piece. Yeah. So this is just kind of is uh it's editor's note. This it doesn't really and, say this is in the yeah. health and living well section. Yeah, so it's really not it doesn't say it's editorial. Uh. Doesn't really say that. Uh part of this though was kind of uh oh it says opinions expressed by this commentary are solely those of doctor. Okay, so it is, but they don't it's down at the article and it's it's kind of the it's not a full text, it's like grade text right uh, i love and there's two more things here i want to read vladi red or vladi rad one of the comments here <laughs> because there were 1507 comments yeah. on this on this article on cnn these days it's smarter and safer to play video games watch porn just date women and not marry until you're into your 30s <laughs> and i <laughs> makes me you know wonder and it basically goes on to say that uh you know, for somebody, this this doctor who was born in 1933, same year my dad was was born, um, that generation is far different than what things are today. And women are are considered more equal than what they were, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Still needs to get better. But so he's saying that this is totally different. 
um, generation of, of men today are different than what they were when this guy was born. So you, you don't really judge that because it's – if you want to go back to those times and you're saying that, okay, we need to lessen the role of women. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, the other one, what was it? It was the infograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, and the the author of this, Colin Campbell, of the Gama Sutra article, and this was his opinion piece, clearly labeled an opinion piece, although I like it a lot more than the other one. Um, <laughs> he he also had some great links, and one of them was to an infographic that's on uh, the website Frugal Dad, which is kind of cool. It's insights on coupon, career, and money completely unrelated to anything video gaming. So you'd hope you were getting a you know semi unbiased opinion but they they put a a really nice infographic on here about we'll put that we'll put that link in the notes yeah, called gaming is good for you and uh, right. it's just all kinds of stats and stuff about about video games and you know well it kind of leads it's video games and therapy one of the ones that is kind of interesting to me spider world lets people with arachnophobia me face a tiny spider at their own pace so video games and socializing um you know this, these are the different headings Video games in education, video games in the brain, video games in the body, and um, that's really some good information that from this infograph. Very cool. Yep. So we'll have that on the links. So it kind of leads me to the next our next article, which is comes from uh, History Tech. Uh, it's a website for history. I'm still angry. It's, it's okay. It's all good. So. Um, this is um, this article talks. It's Ken Burns telling stories and manipulating your kids, and that's kind of where we get the title for today's show. But he points out uh, in this article, and I'm trying to figure out um, Glenn. I don't know Glenn. Glenn W. Um, that's all it says there. Do you see that on here? I see that. I see his picture. I think I see his name <laughs> in the bottom because I see a Glenn Weeby. W I E B E in a okay. in a tag. Oh yeah, Glenn Weeby. So he puts it on here. Uh, two points from the Ken Burns. It's like a five-minute video, and it is really cool. Does he it use the about, Ken Burns effect? Yes, it does. I, mean, it does <laughs> I think stuff. the whole page should do that, sort of yeah. while you're reading it. It's it talks about Ken Burns on story, on what stories are, and the two points from this article. Ken says that a great story is the same as a mathematical equation: one plus one equals three. A great story is greater than the sum of its parts. So you have, you know, the manipulation or the emotion and the love and the things that go are involved with this. Add that extra one. Uh, Ken also uses a word that I've been using for years, and it's a word that bothers some teachers. The word is manipulate. I love that word, and I think we need to use it more when we talk about teaching and learning. So manipulation doesn't have to be something that's bad. Okay. So and that kind of goes in with the addictions, right? Absolutely. With you know you're manipulating and tagging, pulling on emotions. Mm-hmm. Whether that in the in the Ken Burns piece, um, it, it talks about whether manipulation is a religious or a love or whatever the experience is. You know he would have people come up to him and, and basically in tears about after watching one of his um, one of his series, and they're saying you know this had great impact on me and it really you know I really got emotional when watching it and he and Ken Burns is like that's a good one but manipulation can be bad and it, it does have a bad connotation 
Um, I would agree. Yeah. But when I tell, you know, one of the skills that I have and, you know, and you have to use it, you can't use it all the time or the kids just, you know, they lose interest. But I love to tell stories. I don't know if that's a social studies teacher <laughs> thing or what, but, you know, I get very, I've gotten very good at telling stories over the years. And what's so cool is that the way I tell it and how I, 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 I say it, you know, there's certain aspects within a story where my voice gets softer, it gets louder, or, you know, I get choked up, you know, my emotions are involved in it. And what's so cool is when I see the eyes of the students and when it's very difficult, even for my toughest uh, focusing students, when they're paying attention intently on what I'm saying, every single word, that's pretty cool. But I'm manipulating. Yeah, I, I, I agree with, way. yeah, I, I, well, you know what, I think even like it's saying in here, you know, that there are certain words in, in our English language that have gotten taken out of context, you know, I think manipulates one of them, okay. manipulate automatically has a bad connotation that we, the only thing this brings to mind, we talk about this all the time um, when we do art critiques, because the first thing you think of when you think of an art critique is you think of a critic and most people think of criticize. You know, right. so it automatically becomes a negative thing, and obviously, you know, we're not um, we're not trying to have negative critiques. We're trying to help each other and and give honest feedback. And sometimes it's negative, sometimes it's positive. But you know, that's another one of those words that has yeah. been just completely changed by our by our culture. So yeah, it's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Uh, one other little paragraph here from um, uh, from Glenn. I started thinking about manipulating the brains of history students several years ago while reading a book uh, by James Zoll titled The Art of Changing the Brain. Zoll suggests that a teacher's job is to rewire the brains of students, uh, of students so that new learning takes place. One way to do that is through positive manipulation of emotion. Now, some, in, a, in a positive way, I, I, even as I'm reading that, I'm having trouble. <laughs> I'm like, you know, as I'm looking at that in a bad way because, you know, you shouldn't be influencing my child. You know, I, I'm going to do the best job that I can in a positive way. Are there teachers that do that incorrectly? Yes. Yeah. I think 10 out of 10 parents are going to have a problem with you if you tell them you're manipulating their children. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm manipulating them in a positive way. Don't look at it in, in a negative way. Yeah, um, yeah that's and, – and, and games do that. You know, it's yeah. when I use civilization, they're pulling, st- you know, it's a manipulation. They're, they are manipulated by the game. They are enticed to play that game and they are, um, they are learning, <laughs> manipulating them to learn without even having them knowing that they're learning. Yeah. And so later on when we get to a certain unit and the kids will raise their hand, well, in civilization it was this, this, and this. And I'm like, yes. And, you know, I just I get that light bulb above their head and I get the chill, you know, like, yes, they're, <laughs> they're getting something out of that. That's cool. That's a manipulation. So <laughs> you got to watch the video though. That It is a wonderful, wonderfully edited and put together video. It's about five minutes long. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> Two other things that have come out, um, and this kind of goes along with story is mm. Star Wars 1313. That's our first one. And this is a, um, I, we have linked from an article from Blues News, and then there's uh, information from GTTV. Um, I think it's Game Trailer TV, 
and they went to Lucas, I guess, the ranch, yeah. and talked to the developers of this game, and it, it is basically an adult, and they're working on a, I think they're working on a, um, a series. Mm. I don't know if I, maybe I saw that wrong. Like a, like a TV series. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And based on this, and then the game to go along with it, but it's not your happy-go-lucky Star Wars Legos or you know. No, it Star is Wars not movies. Star Wars Legos. It's this awesome. Is, I, I, I'm taking this to the extreme, but like Grand Theft Auto, um, Star Wars style. Yeah, that's, um, well, that's what the the creators were saying. It's the the deepest, darkest side. Yeah, you know, so, bounty hunters, bounty games. hunters. Yeah, so. Hopefully, sounds cool. Hopefully, I'm not <laughs> going to uh, the Grand Theft Auto. I don't think Lucas would ever do that, but <clears throat> I think there's going to be some things in there that, uh, well, even in the uh, the Old Republic, the MMO, you're making decisions in there that are it's kind of edgy for Star Wars. Yep. So this this game, Star Wars 1313, is one of those. Uh, it's taking the main storyline and uh, an offshoot. And looking at it from a different angle. It's also the basis for a new CNN article called Star Wars and Porn. <laughs> oh, jeez, Terry. Oh, I'm sure they'll look into that. <laughs> I'm sure that Dr. Doctor Z will look into that. I so, think, in all seriousness, though, I, it, it was a really cool video. Both videos were cool. Both the, the site, the, the animations were awesome. And the, the video going to the ranch was cool. I just feel like there might have been some things missing in the video um so i think we should probably well, take think... a we should probably take a ed gamer sponsored trip to the ranch <laughs> to the ranch just yeah, for, that, you know yes just... I, I think that would be uh, that's a great idea Jerry. On that. We'll, we'll, we'll uh contact uh ed reach uh executives and see see you know, what they think about that said, i just got an email they said it's a go go ahead <laughs> go. you book yes. tickets and we'll we'll work the re- Right, right. Okay, so the other one is finally um, Legos, Lord of the Rings, mm. and I am that I'm excited about that. That's very cool. But I'm guessing it follows the story. So that that's one where you know because I've used I've actually used some of the video games, the Lord of the Rings video games, mm-hmm. where because um, there's one Battle for Middle Earth. I think the first one there's actually an interactive map. In the beginning of the game, to where you can mm-hmm. go, you know, I want to start here. I want to start here, and I've sh- I've shown that in class, and that's pretty cool. And it, it follows the storyline somewhat, not not exactly, but it it's, follows it a little bit. Well, and like you're and, talking about, you get to see other storylines, other characters' storylines. Yeah, experiencing yeah. the other side of a of a classic tale. Right. So you see it in in a different light. There's also they have the Lord of the Rings online. Um, which is that that gives you different angles and stories there. Uh, so you know what's what I see happening, and, and I don't know if with games and storytelling, because that's kind of our, our theme, one of the themes here today, is that having the kids seeing these different versions of a classic story and changing that uh, and taking it from a different angle, and then being able to show. Uh, show learning from that story that they create. So, you know, we've done the last project at the end of the year for my Lord of the Rings unit was that they created their own story, uh, Lord of the Rings, kind of like a summary. They do a book trailer. Some of them would have done uh, one of the, my favorites in the past was uh, Lord of the Bagels. 
<laughs> and I've had Lord of the Donuts, and those have been um, those have been very good. They have to tell the story, but I have to sh- I have to see that they actually understand the story. And they can mock, they can make fun of, they can do you know like in Star Wars like in Star Wars Legos, you know they'll tell the story, but they'll give funny little uh, clips uh, between scenes mm-hmm. between uh, missions, and those are they're not totally accurate, but it kind of gives you a, a, a funny little anecdote and. Lord of the Rings, it's, I think from some of the videos that are already out there, are starting to show some of those funny things. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of exciting. Um, I like how I think we're at a, an edge point for games and classic stories and taking different angles of that story and learning from it. Hmm. I like it. Just a, just a little viewpoint. I like it. Uh, we'd love to hear what uh, our listeners think about it. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be good. You know, send us an email at gamer at edreach.us. Anything else, Jerry? Uh, nope. Think that's it. It's pretty good. That was good. Yeah, yeah, not bad for just throwing something together there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we put hours and hours into this, Jerry. <laughs> it has been almost two hours. Now. Yeah. Well, yeah. We don't need to go into that. <laughs> I was crying for an hour of that. So. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for listening to this week's Head Gamer Podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. This is the end of our podcast, which means Zach is probably tearing up. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Yeah.